either way, you're gonna get us all killed! Look at the size of that thing! I can't. It's too big. Sorry, sweetheart. I ain't got time for anything else. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Just The Tip Podcast. I am your host, Georgette. And as always, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at just underscore Georgette. And you can also catch the podcast at Just The Tip Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you're coming back, thank you for coming back because I kind of need you to do that or the podcast will be cancelled. Um... You can hashtag JTT pod to get involved in this conversation and any other conversation. And you can also drop an email or a tip tell to ask the tip at gmail.com. Or you can drop me a DM, but I'm not very good with DMs if I'm completely honest. So just send an email. So I have a new guest with me today. Hey. Hey guest. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Missy R. Um I am a radio presenter. I am an events organizer. And I am the great. No, oh, come on, the great. No, that's it. She's like, I'm the great. Yeah, I'm the great, man. Um, and yeah, I guess most people know me from initially being on Batchat and then I transitioned off the show and built my own platform off the back of it, which is the aim. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just out here in these streets trying to make it through. I love that. <laughs> um, can I ask you questions about Backchat? Like, yeah, of course you can. During the episode. All right, I'm going to write that down because I'm going to forget. Okay, so icebreakers. <laughs> Where do Your we start Your icebreakers with you? scare me. Do they? Yeah, like when I hear them, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking, oh, God. Do you just get these icebreakers? <laughs> but let's so, go. <laughs> sometimes, like, they're, they're okay. Um, other times... They're a bit wild. So these are like like a happy medium. Okay, cool. First one, how do you like to receive head? <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you mean how? Like position? Like anyway. Like so do you just like um, it to be like on your clit? Do you like it in the vagine? Do you like no, a I bit of like clit and hand action? Yeah, I think I like... Multitask with me. Oh? Yeah, multi <laughs> <laughs> multitask with me. Don't be lazy. Yeah. Yeah. I like multitasking. I like a little bit of the, the both, both. Yeah, both. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm the same. So I like um, someone that will pay attention to both the clit and finger me at the same time. Because mm -hmm. it just feels lit. And I've kind of noticed, yeah, that I enjoy it so much that if someone does give me head, within like five seconds, I'm like... When are you going to... Can you put your fingers on yeah. You're like... <laughs> Can you, can, can you just do it now, please? Like, thank you. Like, this is amazing. Like, this will sick. Yeah, but let's take it to the next level yeah, now. Like, like okay. Put your fingers inside me. Thank <laughs> you. And it feels so sick. Like, it actually drives yeah, me insane. It's a different sensation. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah, I agree. Oh, it's a good fucking time. Okay. <laughs> next one. Oh, actually, I'm going to do that one last. Mm, what's one thing that someone can say during sex that will turn you on even more? Ooh. Mm. I think when I'm having sex, I like to know that the other person is having as great of a time as me. Yeah. So if you're letting me know that during sex, yeah. I'm about to keep trying to take it to the next, next level. level. Yeah. So if you let me know that, yeah, this feels fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm about to be like, okay, let's, <laughs> let's take it there. Wait till you feel this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me 
take out all the tricks. <laughs> I'm like that. So like, um, especially like if it's a guy, like if a guy swears, I don't know. It turns me on so much. Like if like, like if he's like, oh fuck, yeah, like oh shit, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck. yeah, I'm yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. What else? <laughs> um, or if a guy is like, hmm, what else do I like? If a guy's like, whose pussy is this? I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> Today it's yours. Tomorrow, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? <laughs> don't kill me, please. <laughs> but right so, now? Right now? Oh, it's yours. You're in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm actually on a high. It's also because I had amazing sex this morning. Yeah, um, you're, you're so right on time. I'm like, <laughs> I'm buzzing right now. Okay. So this um, icebreaker was sent in by a listener Mm -hmm. and it says, if you could make your genitals taste of any one thing, what would it be? (laughs) Um, Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Because it's kind of like, it's a tricky one because I'm just like, well, I know what I like to taste, but if I'm thinking about- That's exactly. Yeah. Another I'm person. I'm trying to think of something, guys, like, but. All right. The first thing that actually came to mind mm. when I got this was a Magnum. Like, is it like the drink? With the drink? Yeah. You're smart. Because I'm like. Because who don't like Maggie? Who doesn't like it? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> who doesn't like, you can get drunk off of this puss. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Most guys yeah, love no, a that's Magnum. Lit. But then, wouldn't that be a weird, oh, that's weird. That is a good question, though. Yeah. That's a very good question. Um, That's so a good question. Either that or... Do you know what came to mind when you first said that though? But then I realised that doesn't really have that much of a taste. You know the strawberry Haribo's? That doesn't have a taste. But I don't know why I thought of that though. Mm. But it, I, yeah, like I it just tastes like texture. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't actually have a, I don't know why that came to my mind. But I, I, I'm going to go with your Magnum. Yeah. That's a shout. There we go. And then last icebreaker for you is what's your ideal date, Miss Date Queen? Uh, um, I'm very sentimental. Yeah. So I think my ideal date is when my sentimental needs have been thought of. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with like walking across the Thames and just chatting. Yeah. Um, And just... Yeah, knowing that the person has thought deeply about me and yeah. what I like mm. and the things that make me who I am. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's sick. That's so cute. <laughs> and would you like a safe word in case? Yes. Yeah. Because, <laughs> Georgia, you be going crazy on this pod, yeah? I've been listening sometimes and I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> so, yes, we're going to create a okay. safe word. <laughs> what would you like your safe word to be? Uh, date. No, I can't say date night because we're going to say date night a hundred yeah, times. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's good safe words? I've never used a safe word before. Um... I'm trying to think of safe words that people have used. I think mm. someone once used the word plantain yeah, as, cool. as their safe word. Hold on. Not during my sex, just someone that's been on the yeah, show. Yeah, on the show, yeah. Because yeah, that would be, <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah, I'd be like, huh, what? Um, or red is a good safe word. So that's like my personal safe word. Red. Yeah. Nice and short. Yeah. Yeah, red. let's do red. red. I prefer red. Okay, cool. I prefer red. Right. I sound crazy husky today as well. My throat is... Dry. 
I thought that um, you were just trying to do up sexy no, for the mic. Don't, but girl. I was like, oh, okay. No, I've got a really sore throat. Well, not actually, my throat's not sore. I've got like, I don't know, like a cough behind my throat. So like, <clears throat> that kind of cough. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's going on Is with me. Is it from doing something naughty? No, actually, funny enough. Mm. No, no, just okay. Yeah, maybe. That's fair. <laughs> oh my God, I had, guys, I had really good sex. Uh, this morning so I'm, I'm just gonna share that with you it was just fucking sick man and I used like a new toy that um I got sent and basically someone can control it like on their phone on their phone yeah so it's it's a toy that you connect via an app and if you give the person like a code they can connect to the app so wherever they are yeah there was just so you could be at home it. he could be at work or she could be at work yeah and then just be so how does that I've always thought about that so because you had a toy that you were showing the other day um, not the other day a couple of weeks back mm-hmm. um, I was thinking if it's controlled by an app how does that affect the intimacy oh so it's funny because when I was y- using it this morning I I felt like bare connected mm. because I was just like they're controlling my entire pleasure Body, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it, it just felt very very nice um and they were like elsewhere like in the house i was like oh my god like, like just just go somewhere um and then they came back and we had some really good sex okay so they weren't actually in the room at the time Mm-mm. okay okay that makes sense yeah and then after okay that yeah. makes sense but like you can literally connect this to anybody anywhere like someone could be in a whole other country but what? If, yeah but if they've got the the code the code yeah and you're both in the app at the same time and the the toys obviously on they can just that's sick <laughs> what's the toy called um oh, shit it's called i'm, I'm actually gonna do a full review rev- yeah either okay. on the pod at some point or on the quickie mm-hmm. um, i love the quickie. Oh, thank you. Really good content. Thank you so, like, so much. So short. I think everyone's obsessed at the moment with making a lot of content and making it really long oh, and making yeah. us watch stuff for like two hours. Yeah. And that's like one minute of just yeah. to the just, point. Just I love friends. it. It's really thank good content. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so the toy is called Flip. How do I, how do I do this? Okay, it's called The Pearl 2 um, by Kiro K. K-double-I-R-O, that could be wrong. But as I said, I'm I'm going to go into it properly with you guys, either on another episode or on the quickie so you guys can see it and just get to know how it works because it's fucking sick. Anyway, let's get back to you. So let's talk about date night. Yeah. How did that come about? Like, tell me. So date night, okay. So I went to America in 2014. Yeah. Um, And I was staying with my cousin and around the time Tinder had just come out. Okay. So all my cousin, my cousin and all her girls came over for one, like they were just having a games night type thing. And they were all like, oh, on Tinder. And they were like, oh, jump on, you're from London. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, bro, we don't do these things yeah. in London, you know? And they were just so free with it. Like, it was just like, all right, cool. Just going to jump on Tinder and just chat. Yeah. So I jumped on Tinder and granted, of course, like, I feel like with dating apps, most men on there just want to have sex. Yeah. But I met a guy off um, Tinder and he come pick me up at my cousin's house and he came in. My cousin was like, oh, um, I need to take a picture of your license and take a picture of your registration. Oh, shit. Like she was That's on it. And secure. he was yeah, proper yeah. secure. And he was like, he was cool with it because he knew I wasn't from the country or whatever. And we had a really great date, like a really, really good date. And mm-hmm. I guess when I came back to London, I thought about the fact that 
the taboo in London about online dating and going into spaces where you speed date or you yeah. network date or whatever you want to call it. There's just such a taboo versus other countries. And so I think in 2000 and obviously I did batch out and then off the back of that, I thought, hmm, I want to try and do a speed dating event. So we did a speed dating event. So date night was originally a speed dating, speed dating and live yeah. show event. Okay. Um, went really well. And then I just thought this is something we could run annually. Okay. So we did it the first time, we did about 100. The second time we did about 120. This is the third one. We were trying to go for 150. That God's grace. Um, and yeah, I just, I just felt like it's an opportunity for people to come out girls to look sexy and not feel like they're coming out and having to throw themselves onto man because yeah. this is the environment. We yeah. all know what we're here for. Yeah. You're either coming to network and meet new people or you're coming to be like, yeah, babe, what's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's comfortable. Yeah. So we kind of built a family around it as well. And like, so when we do emails, we say like, welcome to the date night family and oh, so just sick. to bring everyone into that environment. So that's, that's kind of how date night started. And it's just, kind of done its thing it's, it's growing yeah. there so for anyone that's listening that maybe doesn't know about it like what does it include or what does it consist of so date night is a live <laughs> trying to think of how to describe it now because it used to be speed dating this time around yeah. we've changed it date night used to be a speed dating a live performance event mm -hmm. and we've now changed it so we created a game show um three girls three guys contestants three games that we cur we curated yeah. from scratch um and they're they're fun games but they're like test of charm mm -hmm. and skill and um humor and then we have upcoming performances upcoming artists sorry performances and then we have an after party we also have vendors who show off their independent yeah, brands yeah, yeah. you can buy from we'll have a photo booth we'll have a backdrop so you can take lovely pictures and it's just a night that i, I just say it's a networking night yeah. it's a night where everyone comes out and is ready to have fun yeah. like you don't see anyone awkward we have a really great team the girls that work on the team are like Hi, you're right. If you're here on your own, we can put you with someone who's That's been to it. date night regularly. Yeah. And it's just a great vibe. It's a great night out in London. Mm -hmm. Is the best way I can describe um, it. I was going to ask you, why do you think that, that there was like a taboo like around that kind of... Because Londoners are miserable. Okay, well, that's... Fine. We are so... <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, we're miserable and we're so closed off. Like, even with these conversations around sex and yeah. stuff like that, like, that's a... a, a a wave that's only just recently started in the mm -hmm. UK, but because mm -hmm. I've been going to America since I was quite young, I've always kind of known that over there, they're a lot more open to yeah. having conversations yeah. about. Like I remember I once I said to my cousin, oh my God, I went somewhere and this guy just started randomly telling, about, telling me about being molested and I didn't know how to react. My cousin was like, why? She's from America. She yeah. was like, why? That's just a normal conversation. And I was like, fucking hell. I mean, not where I'm from. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, because you guys are so closed off to having these conversations. You've turned these things that should be open conversations yeah, into yeah, taboos. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just think in the UK, we're kind of miserable. We're closed off. I still have a lot of people now that say to me, oh, I can't come date night because like, like, they think it's a whole, they overthink it. Yeah. And they think if they come, that they're putting themselves out there as being single or available. But you are. What's wrong with, yeah, like... If that's what you are, why is that a why shameful is it an, thing? An issue? Wow, yeah, okay. like, I didn't and think a lot of women find like that. that shameful. Even with the speed dating, like when it comes to speed dating, I think it's easier to get girls to speed date, definitely. But with the guys that are single, I feel like they kind of see it like, oh, um, 
oh, what, am, am I that desperate? Or And I'm mm. like, no, you're just opening up your dating pool. Yeah. If you're yeah, in, for real. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you go to work Monday to Friday and you're with the same friends Saturday and Sunday and you ain't already met your babes. Where'd you get the opportunity not, to meet anyone exactly. new? Other than online. Exactly. You're missing out on thousands of people in this country because yeah. you think that that's a form of desperation. And I kind of uh, feel like that's because... So, like, if I think about shows that I used to watch as a kid, mm. that was, like, what, like, older people went to when they've been single forever. Mm. And they were, like... And and they almost kind of came across as a bit desperate. Yeah. So I can understand why people might think that as... It's it's almost like this is a last resort. Yeah. Um, But I definitely don't think people should because how are you actually going to meet people? Like, if you're not actively out there in some kind of way... Um, and people can kind of think that their guy or their girl isn't like in a club or they kind of go to a club thinking, I'm not here to meet yeah, like yeah, a wife. Life yeah. partner, yeah, 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 of course. Um, and we'll say, well, like I want this kind of person who's into this and they've got a good job and da, 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 da. And, but then we'll kind of write off people that, that go to clubs, which, which I generally don't, I don't understand. I don't even understand that. Because yeah. I'm just like, yeah. everybody wants to just have a Have a good fun. night. Yeah, like literally. Yeah. Um, so definitely like, I think dating events are cool. I've never been before. Mm. Um, I was going to go to like a speed dating event with my friend and then we just didn't end up going. Mm. But I, I think that's also because like, I don't know how to hide my thoughts from my face. From your face. So if someone legit sat in in front and was just talking absolute nonsense, I would just be like. So that's that's yeah. one of the things why. So our speed dating when we well we done speed dating twice. Yeah. Those are some of the things that I did when we created the speed dating. So I looked at things that were obstacles for people, okay. and that was one of the things that kept coming up. So what we did is that we wrote the questions. We as a team oh, collated about a hundred and ten questions. Okay. And we just mixed them up, and then we'd lay the questions on the table. So they're laid upside down. The girls are sitting, the guys are moving. When the guy comes, he can only read the questions that are on the table. Now, the questions are a mix. They're um, general knowledge questions. They're planting or planting. Um, <laughs> would you sick. rather be with a rich and bro- uh, a rich and loyal guy? Or just like a whole range of questions. And you only have a minute. Yeah. So that there was no time for awkwardness. And yeah. I think that's why it really flowed. Because people were afraid of like, oh my God, I'm going to sit down. Yeah. And I'm going to say, literally, yeah, yeah, you sit yeah. down. Well, should, I'm this person, who are you? And that's it, you can only read off okay. the paper. And then at the end, everyone would have a chance to write um, who it was that they felt they matched with anonymously. Well, they'd write their name on it and then the girls would capture it and then we'd get a couple. That's so sick. Yeah. Okay, that would have benefited me loads because <laughs> I'm really bad at like small talk. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I get and feel so awkward because I'm just like, I don't know what else to say. Like mm. are they thinking, oh my God, you're jet like, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's very sick. And then you've got an event coming up soon. So this episode will be out on Wednesday. Okay. So before. Before, yeah. yeah. So date night is on Sunday. Um, It's at Lighthouse Bar in Shoreditch. Mm. It is starting at seven o'clock. Normal time, not black man time, seven. Um, and it's going to be sick. It's our first time of doing the game show. So uh-huh. we're really excited. But I'm really nervous about executing it. 
but I know it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, we've got loads of sponsors. We have sponsored with an app called AfriClick. Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard of them. Yeah, and they do, they specialize in dating for Afro Black, Afro Caribbean, mm-hmm. Afro Caribbean. Black people. Black people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they have um, stuff on the app like you can put down if you have sickle cell trait, for example. Oh, wow. So that obviously you don't match with someone who also has a trait, um, which I think is amazing because sickle cell is a mad epidemic in the black yeah. community that we don't talk about. And they're just amazing. So we're sponsored by them as well as a few other people. Yeah. So they'll be there on the night. That's people so can go over and have a word with them and join the app, which is, I think, currently only available on Android, but they're moving over. Okay. And where areas. can people get tickets and how much are tickets for the event? Tickets are available on Eventbrite. They are £15 at the moment. You can also maybe, maybe get tickets on the door. They'll be £20. Um, if you just go on Eventbrite, type in date night, you already know we're the first one that pops up because we live. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Eventbrite. Sick. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, have I asked everything in terms of date night? Um, what does like... What does date night mean and like represent to you? freedom yeah i think dating that's really important to me it is it's like my baby because it's something that i was able to birth from like my feelings Mm -hmm. and just feeling like women don't necessarily have the freedom to interact with men without coming off as though they want to be with him or they want to have sex with them or they're trying to be flirtatious it's just an environment where you can just vibe out and i think for a long time women have been held in chains when it comes to their sexual, mm-hmm. their sexuality, 100%. their freedom, their interaction with men um, and the perceptions of women in mm-hmm. these spaces. So yeah, man, we just, I, I just feel like it created a space where we can coexist with the man them and not feel like, you know, like we're trying to fuck tonight yeah. and she's talking to me, oh, she must be on me. No, yeah. it's just it's just that environment. It's just conversation. Yes, yeah, it's just nah, the environment. And like, I think with the speed dating, that was what was amazing because a lot of people speed dated and they didn't necessarily have an intimate connection, but we're just vibing. Yeah. And like, I had a lot of the guys come to me after and say, that was actually quite dope. That's like so we cool. have DJ um, Matthews, big up Ayo Matthews actually. Um, mm-hmm. And he just runs like loads of 90s, old school oh, love, love songs that. in the background. So you'll hear that again this time while we're doing the game show. And it just creates a nice atmosphere for everybody to just feel free. You can't be uptight when 90s yeah. music is playing. So yeah. that's the vibe. And that's why it's really important to me. It's it's, it's, an, it's the epitome of freedom. Yeah. Oh, I l- that's sick that's sick um okay so i wanted to talk about dating like this is basically a dating episode i think um woman to woman because like so much has has happened in terms of how people perceive dating and especially on the timeline and i never do like timeline topics on Mm. the podcast because i'm just like i just don't care enough yeah um but there was a topic that came up um earlier on in the week i'm not gonna say which podcast it is and that isn't even me being shady because i've addressed you guys anyway and i know you so it's calm okay so it's you're just them face to face um online online okay yeah but um one of their questions on an on an episode that they did is oh, look, i don't want to paraphrase but it was basically like 
at what point do you expect sex after taking a girl out on dates? So it's so almost like, like how many dates do you have to go on with, with the girl sex. in order to expect sex from her? So I was just like, the issue is you expect sex. You expect, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's... that's that word yeah. is the problem. And like, it... It did piss me off actually because I've been on dates with guys that have acted just like that. Mm. And sometimes I get really frustrated because I'm like, as a as a man, that's not something that you have to think about. Like you don't have to think, right, is is this girl, is this girl gonna yeah. be extra with it? It's not a pressure for you. Yeah. Mm. Whereas I've had so like I remember going and I wouldn't even call it a date, but this guy took me out. We literally went for dessert. We had apple crumble. It's four ninety nine, right? It wasn't <laughs> and you even. Wanted you to it, it, and you wanted me to slip my knicker to the side. I was, I was just like, "Are you fucking crazy?" Like it was a five pound dessert. So so cool. So we'd gone, we'd caught up, we'd chat. It was great. And then he's dropped me home, and we're literally in his car, and he's just basically like, tried to put himself onto On me, and I was just like, "Screw it!" Like mm, that's not the vibe. W- what are you doing? Yeah. And again, it was this expectation of, well, Ra, like, we've been out, we've, we've had a good time, so... We must be... It must be time yeah. for the sex. And I looked at him and I was just like, even if it was going to cost you anything, it's going to cost you more than apple crumble and custard. <laughs> like, and that's just me keeping it 100 yeah. with you. Um, so I, I can find it a bit frustrating because even if it was like for bands and for clicks and blah, 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 that's cool. But there are people that actually think that way. Mm. And it, it is... D- Reinforces these yeah. stereotypes and these negative conversations and lines of thinking that exist already. And yeah. these, this is kind of why... I'm not off Twitter. I love Twitter because I think that there's great opportunities that come from Twitter and great yeah. conversation. But I think that I, I try to not become embroiled and engrossed in, in the conversations mm-hmm. because some of them are very anti, anti what I, what I think. Yeah. Like it's a weird place um, sometimes. Mm. Um, have you ever tried like dating apps and things like that? Um, no, other than, so other than the, when I was on Tinder in America, yeah. I've never actually gone back on again. Um, I don't feel like, granted, the guy that I met off Tinder in 2000 and whatever it was, yeah. was a great guy. We had a great day. Um, I came back to London, we were still talking. Yeah. And then I was kind of like, yeah, this ain't gonna work because yeah. I'm not a long distance type yeah. of girl. Um, and that just kind of dissolved. But after that, I just felt like I f- you have to go through so many frogs to meet a decent guy on this app that ain't trying to take you and bend you over on the same flipping <laughs> evening that I cannot even be bothered. So I just kind of left it and have never gone back on. Yeah. Um, and even though I haven't gone back on, I've spoken to my friends and stuff. Like one of my friends, she uses, um, oh, what's this app called? Um, it's like an app for black professionals. It's a date oh, app for black professionals. Okay. I'll get the name. Um, she's uses, she uses that. She's been on quite a fair few dates. And I said to her, yeah, let's keep going. Just make sure you're safe. Yeah, Public place yeah, and all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, why not? And she was like, oh, yeah, because people keep saying that. And I was like, you need to remove that from your mind. Yeah. If this is something that you enjoy doing, you then enjoy going you on dates, it, yeah. meeting new people, having a night out, a, a free night out. Do you, <laughs> do you sis? Yeah. Just, you know what I'm saying? So I haven't been on, but um, yeah, I had I had a decent experience yeah. on Tinder when I was on Tinder. So I, I've used, I've used Tinder, I've used Hinge, although that was very, very, Hinge is that recently? For black people. Nah, it's it's like 
So their um, selling point is that it's the app that's supposed to be deleted in the sense where <coughs> you will go on it, you're going to meet someone and then... Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so I tried Hinge just because like I had never tried it before and I was like, oh, like, let me see. I had it for like two days. No way. And I was like, this is really shit. Like, mm. I find internet dating really, really, really weird because I just don't feel like it's real. And it's like everyone's trying to put their best self yeah, yeah, which, forward. Which I get, but I'm just like... But don't you think we do that in face-to-face -face dating anyway? Like when you meet, when you go... I feel like when I go on a date with a guy... <clears throat> When I used to go on a date with a guy, let me Lol. clarify. <laughs> I get knocked out. <laughs> um, when I used to date, I feel like everyone's putting their best self forward. So I can't, this is all fugazi for now. Yeah. And my elements of it might be who you are. Like you may be a genuinely nice guy, you mm. may be a caring person, but you are putting your best foot forward. So I kind of feel like with online, we give people a tougher time because you can't physically see them. Okay. But it's the same thing. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's the same thing. And I do think that um, online, you kind of, you, you kind of don't see people as as people. Mm. Like if that makes sense. Almost like, feel like you're talking to a bot. Yeah, like yeah. and and everyone is so like disposable. Where if someone says like one thing that you don't fully agree with, you'll just unmatch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, I'm done with this. Yeah. Um, and I kind of don't like feeling like I'm disposable to anybody. Mm. But that's like a personal thing for me anyway. Yeah. Um. So especially on an app. Although I'm on, should I, hmm, I say this actually? I'm on Hinge now, but for a different purpose. That That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah, on the mic. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm going to say. Mm. Um. Do you like, do you expect a guy to pay like on a date? No, you know. Okay. I don't. Yeah. Um. I think I've always kind of, <laughs> yeah, I've always kind of just felt like if I'm leaving my house, I need to leave with my Vex money. Yeah. Because when I get Vex, I need to be able to leave. Okay. I'm screaming. So, <laughs> I need to make sure I have that lined. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not going nowhere, for mm. one. For two, even when I go, I think when I used to go on dates and stuff, like, I used to order what I can afford. Because, Same. Yeah. Because I just I, thought, I don't know how this is going to end. Pan out. And then at the end, now my bill's 80 something pound. And I don't have it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. So I order according. And then if he says at the end, oh, okay, I'll pay, then yeah, yeah cool, then whatever. Fine. Yeah. If he says, oh, like, let's split the bill down the middle, That's then I'm fine. more than willing. Yeah. yeah, it's not an issue to me at okay, all whatsoever. Yeah. I don't, Same. I feel like someone said to me, oh, someone said to me a while ago, I think this might be on Batchat. And they were saying, oh, if he's not paying for the full thing, then it doesn't make sense, blah, blah. Why have I come out and he's not paying? I'm like, yeah, but you're exing out what could have been a really good yeah. day just because he didn't release. That's an investment. Yeah. So I, I kind of see it from a male perspective. Like you meet a woman, you take her out, you're investing in some way, shape or form. You have to release yeah. money and- And your time as well. And your time. Yeah. yeah. And you may not be ready to invest 150 pound into- I've, I've said <laughs> this before. Like I don't know whether I've, I've said it on, on the pod or just to like- my guy friends, I actually feel sorry for men when it comes yeah. to dating because that shit is expensive. Ex what? <laughs> expensive. Okay, yeah. so let's just say, right, you're talking to three babes 
and you, you equally like them and you're trying to, I don't know, whittle it down, whatever. And But you're taking them out and you're mm. paying every single time. I'm sorry. You're I, mad. I couldn't do it. Yeah, no. Nah. Hello, we're even going to split this bill or this is a Groupon meal because there's <laughs> absolutely no way. Wow, child is the way forward. Okay? Saying. Take you to some bougie place for Break £39. My bank, and then, unfortunately, there are some women that, that don't appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. There's some women that won't, won't go out unless they've, it's been confirmed that he is paying. That's very stupid. Which is very mad to me. And I think these are all things that make you re- like minimise your yeah, dating it, pool. It, and also it just kills the whole vibe. Yeah. The vibe and just mm. the experience of getting to know someone. Because yeah. all you're thinking is... Money. Yeah. Literally money. Mm. This guy should pay. He should offer to, I don't know, pick me up, drop me home. Like all of this shit. And I'm just like, why is that your way of thinking? Yeah. I think we, I think a lot of women want to be part of an ideal though, like a part of an ideal. So the ideals of like what they see on social media or yeah, what they see 100%. around them or what they think yeah. their friends are going through. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he took her to this place and he took her to Hakkasan and this ideal that's been created. And I think a lot of women just want to be partakers of this ideal of that, yeah. rather than actually understanding the dynamics of meeting someone vibing with them, mm. having a great connection and being able to look past circumstantial shit. Yeah. I think that's the one thing that I've really learned. Like a lot of shit is circumstantial. A lot of shit can change, but there's things about people, about men as as a heterosexual woman mm. that <clears throat> if you get that in that person, grab it. Because yeah, it, it, if, if it's amazing to you, grab it. All the other shit can be changed. All the mm. other stuff can be worked on. Mm. But a lot of women just say like, nah, I need to have this. He needs to be taking me here. We need to be doing this. We need to be it. Like, no. Nah. I think it's so problematic. Mm. So, so, so problematic. Because then it's like, you can't, wait, let me word this right. Like, I then wouldn't blame a guy for expecting certain things from women that expect mm, certain things as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because like, there has to be some sort of balance. And and if you act that way, you almost give men the right to expect the same thing. I don't know if I'm making any sense and I'm trying to word it carefully. I know what you mean. You're trying to, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, um, I, it, it, it sets up standards. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. That's exactly what, yeah. It almost feels like it's not a connection, it's give and take. Yeah. That's, it's like a transactional yeah, yeah. There we go. relationship. Yeah. And I think, a lot of women are in transactional relationships. Yeah. They they are just receiving, but they have to give yeah. as part of that. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm I'm very anti that. Like, I I don't like being taken to any kind of fancy restaurant. Any guy that's ever like, oh yeah, like, I want to take you out. I'm like, cool, that's fine, but don't take me to here, here, mm. and here because I'm I'm I I know myself. I won't enjoy it. Like, I'll appreciate it because you kind of put in that effort. Mm. But just because of the kind of person that I am. I just won't enjoy it because mm. I'd be like, I've got me up in this bougie here? place. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not, I, I don't feel chilled. Like, I, I don't feel like I can be like loud with you and crack jokes and da 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 because someone keeps bringing fucking water to my table. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Thanks. I'm so good. I'm trying to have a conversation. <laughs> you keep asking me if I want extra wine. Just move. <laughs> Let Literally. me just enjoy my, yeah. So, yeah. like, I, I'm not very good with things like that. Um, and then I just know that if I met a guy that was like, well, I want to be able to do this, then I'd be like, well, maybe I'm not the kind of woman for you Mm. because there's going to be 
a disconnect. Yeah. With that, because I'm I'm so I'm so chill. Chill. Yeah. Like, I'm so chill. Mm. Um. Yeah. You went to get dessert for ninety nine. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sake. I'm so easy going. Um. What else did I want to bring up? Uh, okay. Actually, since we've mentioned it, let's talk about back chat. Um. I'll be honest. I've never watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Because it just wasn't for me. Yeah. But how was that experience for you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you know what? Backchat was, it went from going out, I'm gonna phrase this in the right, right way. Yeah. I went from just obviously doing events. I was doing events before okay. um, Backchat and like in, I was working with like local MPs and stuff like that. So I was quite well known in my area. But it went from one day just being like, just on Insta, I guess, to another day waking up, watching the episode and my phone, just just literally having my Insta in my hand and just watching the numbers just increase just in my hand. Yeah. Awake on Twitter after an episode, just having my name just added. Like it was a crazy transition. Yeah. Um, and because I think with Batchat, it's instant. With a lot of other stuff, like if you do pods or if you do other shows, you build your following yeah, gradually. 100%. But with Batcha, it had a following already when I joined. So it was just like, here you go, boom, drop you in. No yeah. media training, no counselling, yeah. no advice on how to deal with backlash on the internet, yeah. nothing. Um, and I didn't go on there with a plan, like oh, I'm going to go on here and I'm going to pattern off this platform. I yeah. just thought, okay, it's a good opportunity. I'm going to jump on. Um, but it was... Interesting, yeah, to say the least. Did you enjoy it? Elements of it, yes. Of it, yeah. Um, I enjoyed. You know what I enjoyed? I enjoyed doing back chat and going to events like Screen Nation. I remember the the first time I went to the first Screen Nation. I was just after I think season two. Okay. And I met Richard Blackwood, and he was like, "You're from back chat," and I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" Shit. And I like having a full blown. It was mad. And I was just like, oh my God, like I flipping have watched you for years. Like, and he was like, no, you're not doing your thing. And you know how he's like quite eccentric as well. So he's like, you're not doing your thing. And he was talking to all of us. And I met, that was the first time I met Kojo and him as well. And he was saying the same thing. And it was just like, to me at that point, at that moment, it was like, this is inspiration. Mm. Cause I don't want to be necessarily known for being on Batchat. I want to be known by my own branding from my own work 100%. for the stuff that I do. But that moment was a real defining moment in knowing that you can do that type of thing. Um, what I didn't enjoy was <laughs> the, 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 oh man, the off camera disputes that we would have as cast, yeah. the disrespect that was happening. Um, and we call ourselves a dysfunctional family because mm. we all love each other now, but we went through ups and downs yeah. of the, seeing your cast members. Like, remember, I didn't know any of them before. So seeing people like Esther go through the maddest online backlash, death threats, people talking about her child, like, hell, and having to just even deal with those emotions together as a group were things that I didn't like. And mm. f- like, I came off back chat, I had serious anxiety, I had social anxiety. I didn't want to be in public places. I would tell my girls like I'm not coming out to parties and stuff because people are looking at me. Like mm. I go shopping with my mom and my daughter when Backchat was at its height. Like yeah. people try to take pictures and I'm with my two year old, and I'm like having to be like no 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 no. no. Yeah, people are trying yeah. to snap you on a sly. All of that made me have real bad anxiety, and I suffered with that for like nine months. Yeah. And then 
Batchat did season four and then they went abroad or whatever and I wasn't a part of it. And then over time I was just like, this is not even anything I want to do anymore. I want to detach myself from this brand yeah, um, and still be able to stand, which is kind of hard to see when mm-hmm. you're in that place because mm-hmm. you think, right, people are going to constantly know me for being on this show. And mm-hmm. it, it started to frustrate me. Like I started to do bookings and people were like, see her from Batchat London. I'm like, no, no, I'm no, just, yeah. I'm just Miss Sia, yeah. that's it. Like detach me from that, yeah. that stuff. And then crazy episodes go up like Nunu and the period blood episode, which was mental, was on World Star Hip Hop. And I'm sitting next to her in the episode. So it's like, I'm going places and people are like, ah, oh, your little Nunu friend. And I'm like, she's my cast. But then Mate. with that, right, who kind of has the re- the responsibility to protect you guys as a cast? Like, is that for management to deal with? Because so anything I've I've ever seen of the show, even now, has just literally been either on Twitter or, or Instagram. Like mm. I've I've never sat down and watched an entire episode just because because I don't get it. Um, and obviously people will edit content yeah. for people to- For clickbait. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm always like, are the producers and like whoever else putting their cast at risk? Oh, definitely. By editing content in a way that will just get way. people talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely. Big up Andy, because he, he created as much as, you may not like Batchat, but you mm-hmm. have to respect what he's done. Mm-hmm. And he opened the door for people to even think they could do talk shows yeah. in the UK. Black, can yeah, yeah, black people fair. to think they could on YouTube. We didn't have any, we still don't have, as, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of views, stats, we don't have a bigger talk show in the UK than mm-hmm. Batchat London. That's from the black community. Um, but I do think that a lot of the content is edited dangerously. Okay. Um, there's episodes that, about abuse and stuff like that, that I think we need to take more time yeah. because now we're talking about real not that anything else isn't real, but abuse is a very, very techie yeah. subject. And so there's times when I've been like, man, like, mm. come on. Do you know what I mean? But I think that if you put yourself on Batchat and you open that door, you have to know that you're going on reality TV, mm. unscripted reality TV. Mm. And this is not ITV or BBC. There is no one that's going to sit down with you in the corner and start doing counselling. They ain't got no time for that. There's no money for that. There's no nobody there to do that for you. Yeah. Batchat is... Come as you are, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. be ready mm. because no, there's no, there's. We've tried several times where there's been altercations, and you to try and ask them, "Oh, can you not post that 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 episode?" You're wasting your time. It does not matter. It's getting aired. If it makes for good content, it's getting Oof. aired. So I think it's a protect yourself yeah. type thing. But I think with me, one of the thing, the issues I had with that was. I felt like I had to censor myself a lot. I felt like I couldn't be my true. I feel like when I, I don't even watch Batchat, but when I watch, if I watch episodes of myself, it makes me cringe. Cringe, yeah. Because I feel like I had to censor so much of who I am because I have little cousins that watch this yeah. show. My aunties oh, were watching shit, the show. Like my, my family, my mum's side of family are heavily in ministry. So I can't just be out here. At that time anyway, I felt like I couldn't just be out here doing the madness. Mm. And the internet backlash is real. When you see your cast member getting dragged for 48 hours on the TL trending, you don't want to go through that. Mm. So it makes you sense it. Well, it made me sense yeah, of myself yeah. at the time. So I didn't like that. And I'm glad I'm in a place now where I'm my authentic self. Yeah, which is I, sick. Yeah, and it is sick. It, it's, it's amazing. Like, yeah. it, the feel, the feeling is like no other. Yeah. Being able to even 
if you asked me when I was on Backchat to do just a tip, I would have said, no way. No <laughs> way. Now I'm just out here, <laughs> boyfriend <laughs> in the back, <laughs> chilling. Ready. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just, yeah. I, I love people being able to be like their true, yeah. authentic self because I know what it's like to not be able to do that. Definitely. And so because I feel like I, like, this, this is me, like, this is my full form. Mm. Um, I always want that for like and anyone else. I'm just like, yeah. you just have to like let go of the bullshit and yeah. all of the noise behind you and people telling you how to think, what to think, how to and just who da, da, to da. be. Yes, and who to be. Mm. So it's so important to be able to be your true self. Like even bringing it back to the show, but even like in terms of your sex life, who you want to have sex with, who you're attracted mm. to, like there is power in, in being able to be just just you. Yeah. Do you know what? When I started listening to Just a Tip, yeah. I can't remember how I started listening. I think I just bucked up on it on Twitter. <laughs> but I thought to myself, the first thing I thought when I listened to one of the first episodes, and then when I listened to the, the uh, they're from Playground, yeah. something like that. Um, and I just thought, how do your parents feel about her pod? Like, cause this oh, is- Oh, like my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, this is your career to yeah. some degree. And like, this is who you are. Yeah. And you're talking about your authentic experiences and your authentic self. Yeah. And I just thought that's so sick, like that you're able to do Thank that. Like, I don't think, I think a lot of women want to do that, but the fear will cripple them. Yeah. Like- I think that's proper sick that oh, you can do that you. and feel free and not, yeah, like it's sick. It's funny because I don't think I talked I talked about this on the last episode, but if I did, please forgive me. So I went out for lunch with, no, for dinner, sorry, with my mum last week. And um, my mum doesn't come into London often. Mm. So she was here for like a day and a half. And she's like, oh, please, we have to go out. I was like, all right, cool, fine. So we've, we've gone out for dinner and I was just giving her like an update on the podcast and like normally like I'll give her like a PG version I'm yeah. like oh yeah you know like things are going well da, da, da. and then when I told her that I was on One Extra she was just like what and I was just yeah. like yeah you know like I on radio to do with the podcast and blah 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 and my mum was like she was so fucking proud of me Aww. and like we actually sat and had a really interesting conversation mm. about sex wow. and I was telling her um that I had previously talked about when she first asked me if I was having sex my mum couldn't remember at all I was like let me tell you what you did to me I was like hey <laughs> you ambushed me and then you were like in shock and then you um told dad and we just had like this massive conversation about it. And like, my mum had basically, had basically explained that like, she didn't know how to have conversations with me like about mm. sex because it never ever happened. And that she didn't have conversations with her mum. And it was just the given that you just don't talk you about don't talk sex. About it. Yeah. yeah. And so we're honestly having like this, uh, like it was more, a woman to woman chat as opposed Versus to like, mom and yeah. Daughter, yeah. And honestly, like we bonded so much. And I remember like coming home, I cried and I was just like, I was just so, so happy. happy. Um, and it was just, it was a sick, sick, sick moment. Obviously there's things that I, I won't tell my mum or I'll just be like, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. But, but just because as much as we're close, she's still, still my mum. Mom. Yeah. yeah, of course. But being able to like talk about when I last went to the clinic and just have decent conversations about sex with my mum is such a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's proper sick. Proper, proper sick. Yeah. Trust me, don't take it for granted. Yeah. Like, be appreciative of the fact that you have 
a mum that's willing to take you as you are. Yeah. Because a lot of people aren't and a lot of parents struggle, whether it's cultural, oh, yeah, whether it's yeah, traditional, yeah. whether it's at the fear of like what their peers may say. Mm. But I think that the best relationships with parents come from you taking your child for who they are, who they are. and yeah, understanding that you birth these people and you advise them and you guide them and then they get to a certain age and they become, you know, a butterfly. Yeah. They're flying now and they're flying in their own yeah, form. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, I think it's proper sick. Like I, I'm listening to you and I'm like, I, I have to have that with my daughter. Yeah. Have to, like, that is so important. Cause sex, like when you don't have that with your mum, you just do a madness. Honestly. Here, not knowing what to do, yeah. not knowing whether to wear a condom or not. Yeah. One that you just don't know anything mm -hmm. in it, and I think that as a parent, as a parent, um, you really can shape the mind of your child. Hundred. Oh my god, honestly, it's mad. Like, honestly, it's 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 so mad. Like I think I've struggled with that for years, and I, I've probably so yeah. I do. I'll be real. I do struggle with it now with my mum because we're very different. My mum is very reserved. She's heavily in ministry. Um, and her perception of the world is very different yeah. to mine. So already trying to understand how I'm maneuvering through the entertainment world mm. for her is like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's a whole thing. And 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 it affects your mental health. Like yeah. you just showed me that. It just, it, it, it proper does because it's like having, I remember living at my mom's house and feeling like I cannot be who I, like who I this am. is mad. Yeah. This is actually mad. Like I'm trying to be somebody else so that she's happy, but I'm unhappy yeah. and I'm going through depression because I'm trying to live two different lives. That's not who I am. Mm. So like now I'm obviously at a stage where I'm just like, babe, <laughs> take it or leave it, boo. I can't Honestly. lie. I have nothing else and to offer you. It's, um, I think it's so important for people to kind of be able to get to that stage with their parents. Like, yes, they are your parents, but ultimately your peace. Yeah. And your mind are so important. And if it's a thing where your parents can't accept you for who you are, for the way that you think, for what you like, what you dislike, you have to say, for for my own sanity. Yeah, I gotta be rid of this. Yeah, yeah. Even honestly. if you have to just take a step back, I I get it. Like, it's it's not easy because they're your parent. Yeah, but you have to. Yeah, just you have to. It can consume you. Yeah. And for years it consumed me. I had a child out of wedlock and I went through that whole process. Mm. That whole process. I, like when I have another child, I keep saying like, when I have my next child, that is going to be the most beautiful experience to me yeah. because the first time was hideous. Yeah. And the majority of the reason why it was hideous is because of their perception around sex before marriage. Yes. I'm just, I just like to have sex. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I'm enjoy sorry. it. Just enjoy. I, I just like it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And it's not that, like, you know, the, the, the thing I've struggled with the most is faith versus my sexuality and me expressing my sexuality. Yeah. But understanding that, okay, this is in the Bible and this is what I believe, this is my faith. But I've had my conversation with Christ, okay? And I've told God that, Sex before marriage thing is not my ministry. We're going to have to work on some other yeah. stuff and agree on that. But as of right now, I can't see myself being in a relationship with someone and not being someone that I'm attracted to, someone that I love, someone that, you know, a part and of me. And not being able to express that. And not being able to express this, yeah, that. Honestly. Through the way that I know best. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, I think it's a whole thing. But I think that protecting your mental health over anything mm. is the most important thing and 100%. not and, and just not staying a caterpillar forever honestly oh shit
I'm so inspired right now. This is sick. Okay, um, so I wanted to also talk about singledom. Mm. Um, so I was having this conversation. No, I was at an event last weekend and um, a topic came up about being single for like an, an ex- extended period of time and what that can do for you. And so my last relationship was, what are we in now? 2020. Yeah, like three years ago. Um, and in in that time, what I've noticed is as much as I have dated, I have become really, really hardened to just allowing somebody into that kind of like degree. Mm. And it's a thing where... As a single woman, especially, you become so self-sufficient, so independent on doing things for yourself, whether that's being able to, to go out by yourself or to yeah. just, just get shit done yeah. by yourself, that sometimes when you then choose to date and someone almost tries to do that for you, it's like, you're like, yeah, move almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I kind of wanted to know what, what your thoughts are on it as well because I definitely know that I'm I'm a lot harder on people than I wish I was but mm. it is also because for me that's how I protect myself Yourself. like I don't kind of want to like let all of the barriers down mm. let you in and I'm like okay cool like let's yeah. do this and then you do a madness and then I'm like okay so I have to build this totally burnt yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think I totally feel you I think I went through um <laughs> let me rephrase I'm gonna go again <laughs> I think and the only reason why I'm rephrasing because I don't want to I always I'm mindful how I talk about my child's father yeah. in relation to any relationship but when I was in a previous relationship I feel like after that I was like yeah I'm done I'm done yeah I, yeah I'm good you yeah, know I'm, I can I'll be the old lady with the cat uh, I'm I'm listen so fine that was me because this type of life like it's too much I think I went through obviously granted I dated for a long period of time but like you said like it was I would never put down my barriers yeah. never um I dated I've I dated one guy off and on for about three years mm. never had sex never were intimate probably kissed a few times but I just I, nah like mm. it wasn't that and I think over time of being able to do what I wanted to do. I'm not accountable to anyone. I don't need to explain oh, myself to shit. anyone. Yes, that's me. To, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can wear what I want to wear. Yeah, My tits yeah, yeah. can be out if I want them yeah. to be out. I don't have to explain anything. That became nice yeah. it became like i see my friends and they're like oh he's complaining he's saying that i'm always out You're and like, i'm thinking can't relate yeah sorry <laughs> like, babe, that's not my struggle <laughs> that's not my struggle but <laughs> i also learned like in me and my current partner i met i i, I learned that being with someone that allows you to be your true self and doesn't limit you and doesn't want like, i was with guys that wanted me to minimalize myself yes. like oh you're too loud or yes. you're too out there or and like being with someone and finding someone that appreciates you for who you are and like compliments you in other ways like so he may not be as loud as me or as eccentric as me but we can hold a conversation we have similar interests like and there's no limitation there's no oh you can't wear that or or you're going out no that's who she is that's who that's how she dresses that's what she enjoys doing i could never imagine dating a a guy or being with a guy that was like oh like i'd rather that Mm. you didn't wear that i've been with a guy before that said to me you can't earn more more money than me. Oh, so we should just be poor. So we should be poor. <laughs> I was like, bro, like, 
If I used to before, okay, cool. Let me go and buy the noodles then, because obviously I don't get we're, on, it. <laughs> we're on a noodle diet. I don't know what the heck is it's a problem. I was like, first of all, you are the antichrist. Oh. I don't understand. <laughs> But I just feel like wow. that ego thing yes. with men is such a big thing that I was not willing to deal with. Like, and granted, you have your up and downs in relationships, but I think when you get to a place where you understand each other yeah. fully and you understand, like, okay, look, we're working towards a common goal, and there doesn't need to be any ego with me as your partner. Mm. Like that whole sh- that whole shenanigan of like you not wanting me to earn more money. Well, if I do earn more money than you. And I've never made it an issue or... Do you understand? Like, you should be like, that's my yes, girl. Yes, 100%. Like, yeah. Do you understand? Like, she's taking me out tonight. <laughs> you like, understand? What do you mean? Like, it's not an issue. Yeah. And, and honestly, I feel like if we're in a different age now, a lot of women make a lot more money than yep. their partners. And it is almost a motivation to the relationship mm-hmm. because you both want to be in a different place. You both want to be at a certain place where you can both be like, yeah, we made it. Like We yeah. made it at the merge. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I do think staying single for a long period of time can be to your detriment. Uh, yeah. But uh, I think 100. when you meet someone that you fully fuck with in yeah. any, in every way, in time, yeah, it will release yeah. the and, barriers. And it will feel so different. Like, I am... I compartmentalize everything. Mm. And that's how after after my breakup, when I was having like a lot of casual sex, that's how I dealt with everything. Cause I was like, I'm able to put everything in a box. I know that this interaction with you is mm. just sex. I don't feel anything because my feelings are gone. Like this is it's just sex. And I'm not even saying that that that's a good thing, because that is something that I've had to deal with because you actually can't put everything in a box. Mm. But at the time, like that was part of like of my healing process. Um, and it's like, I am so, I do everything for myself. Like, yeah. I don't know how to depend on anybody else because I'm just like, I know that I've got me. Mm. Like if, yeah, if I let myself down, then that's something that I have, I have to, to carry. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I find it so hard to deal with an external person letting me down, like, mm. It's very, very difficult for me. Um, but I do often think like, right, like how are you going to kind of be able to manage when you do get in like another situation or like a relationship and blah, blah, blah. And I've had very like real conversations with myself of would I be okay being like that cool aunt that she never got married. She didn't have yeah. kids, but like she has this like she's got the vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. I have an aunt just like that okay. who never married, never had kids. But like I've from a young age, I've admired her because she lives out in California, has an amazing job, a sick house, beautiful car, sick. travels, and I'm just like, she's good, she's man. Good, yeah. But that that isn't to say that my aunt probably hasn't had them times where she's thought, Bruh. this is long, man. Yeah, yeah. like. It's just me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like that's that's just kind of been on my mind a fair bit this week. And I think um I think you said something really important and I think that I, I don't even get into these conversations anymore because they 
tire me out. Yeah. But the perception that women can't have casual sex without emotion is one that I think is so dated and so, I don't even know if it ever existed to mm. be very honest, because there's, I said to someone having a conversation about this and I said, there are women that were married in the sixties that were married to men that they didn't want to be married to. And as part of their fulfillment to that marriage, they had to have sex with that yeah. man. There was no emotion involved. Yeah. Now that, yes. whether yeah, you want to yeah. see that as, as oh, I don't like to use the word rape because it could have still been consensual sex, mm -hmm. but, there may have been no emotion. I know women now who are in marriages and they're just, yeah, we're married because, you know, yeah. at this age now, I'm not going to be yeah, divorced. Yeah, yeah. But there's no real emotion. There's mm -hmm. no real intimacy. And so that shows that in that instance, women can have sex without yeah. emotion. So yeah. when we try and now bring it to a conversation about women just having casual sex. Just, just because. It's almost yeah. like men can't get their head around. Like, oh my what? God, no. Yeah. If she had sex, they might have been. No, a woman can have sex with a man, enjoy that experience at that time and get up and be like like literally like women women can do the exact same thing that yeah. men can do like mm -hmm. some men are able to just have casual sex and it's not a thing women can be the exact same and like i've had guys that i've been casual with that always like crack jets are oh, jet like you i'm telling you you'll have sex with me and you're gonna fall for me and i, I promise you it'll, it'll be the other way around mm. i promise you and like not to toot my own horn but that has happened toot, toot. <laughs> <laughs> that, that has happened mm. but i think it's it's probably because like guys that i have fucked with have been so shocked that i can keep it like 100 where yeah. like, it's cool like i come over we might chill we have sex and then peace i'm out yeah, like I'm out, thank yeah. you um i don't know and but, even that falling underneath that, like, I, I think that's changed now, but I think for a long period of time, that fell underneath the, the guise of men feeling like you were promiscuous. Yes. If you were having casual yeah, sex yeah, with no emotion. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you must be a hoe then because yeah. you don't love man. Like, what? <laughs> no, it's an experience that that person Literally. is trying to have and that is it. Like, so I, I think that's, like I said, I think that's changing now, but that, that was a whole thing. Yeah, which also kind of leads on to something else that I wanted to talk about but like where are views and, and ideals of like sex and relationships and marriage have, have all come from because like I was thinking about where my first kind of um, view on relationships came from outside of my parents and it's from like Disney films mm. rom-coms I'm a huge was actually I used to love rom-coms and like when me and my ex broke up, I, I'm telling you, I watched season one of Sex and the City. Oh my God. To the last one. And I'd be in my <laughs> bed and I'm like, <gasps> and I'd be crying. But like, I love rom-coms so mm. much. But then also that shit isn't real. Yes. And I think sometimes like people don't always um, acknowledge where their ideals of like love has come from. Yeah. And then when things don't, work out you can't figure out why but it's because the, the idol that you have isn't real. isn't real and I've I've done that where I thought I was having like the perfect relationship and I'm like yeah and then we're gonna do this we're gonna get married and, da, da, da. and I'm just like that is some people's life but it's like it's not real life for everybody yeah like that's not everybody's destiny and it could be real life but you have to know that when you're in a relationship, if you think it's just going to be like this, yeah, then like, you're already on the wrong place. Yeah. It's going to be like this. It might be straight good for a long period of time. But there's going to be ups and but downs. definitely. Like, in my mind, there should be because people are so complex, right? That I'm, I'm always learning about everybody. Like, mm. I'm always like, all right, so for instance, 
my mum. I've known her for 31 years and I'm still learning things about her. Like, do you know mm. what I mean? So even if it's like someone that I'm, I'm with, I'm always going to be learning things about you. Like we're, we're always going to go through things that we haven't been through before that's going to allow me to, to see learn yeah. yeah exactly yeah yeah so yeah real like yeah. i do think some people might have to check out of like disney-esque love <laughs> because i just don't think that that's how love is mm. like i i think people try to define their um the person that they're dating or the person that they're with by other people's standards as yeah. opposed to creating their own standards for their own relationship. Mm. And that's why things, that's why things for me in the past have completely fucked up because I'm trying to do everything that I feel everybody's telling me that I should be doing as opposed to what I actually, actually makes want you happy. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, you know what? I totally, oh, I totally feel you. It's, uh, it's so funny because when you are growing up, like you feel like, okay, he has to have this, he has to have that, he has to have Deep a car, it. he's gotta be. I remember when I broke up with my ex, I was like, the next guy I'm dating, he's gotta have this, gotta have that, mm -hmm. he's gotta be able to do this, gotta be able to do that. And as time went on, I just thought, do you know, I'm seeing so many people around me whose boyfriend or partner yeah. has that, quote unquote, has that, or seems like they have mm -hmm. that, but they're getting mashed up at home, mm -hmm. or they're not happy, or they're not being complimented, or, do you know what I'm saying? And I really had to take a step back and think, what actually matters to me? Yes, exactly. these things don't matter to you, yeah. mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm, not the person mm -hmm. that you are. So, like, the things that matter to me are the things that I need to be looking for versus what my mum thinks. And I, I've dated a guy just because my family wanted me to date this guy. Wow. Almost bloody, almost bloody arranged marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. And it was honestly, great guy, yeah. worst experience ever. Yeah. Intimately worst experience. Yeah. Everything was just worst experience. We just did not, it just weren't the yeah. fit. And that's because of like, you know, trying to satisfy other people's needs rather than like knowing what's important to me to and knowing you. that like, for me, there's certain things that I know that, if I'm with you, you need to be, you need to, that's what's important to yeah. me in it. So yeah. I definitely agree. Like I am. Um, so when I was in my, how old was I? Like my mid twenties, no, early twenties, sorry. I dated this guy and honestly, right. Personality wise, we were so fucking different, but it was a very superficial relationship. And it was a thing where he was a massive guy. So he, played sports so like physically he just looked incredible um and at the time he drove I did it's like oh yeah like I have a man that can drive me a mm. nice car da, da, da. <laughs> um and the perception that I had at the time was like this would be like that perfect looking couple where he's attractive I'm attractive he has a good job I'm on the up and up he's like he drives like to the eye we looked Aesthetically good yes. together. Mm. But behind all of that, we were so fucking different. Our personalities were so different. I actually found him really, really boring. Mm. Um, and he's the guy that I ended up cheating on mm. because I just, I wasn't fulfilled and I shouldn't have been in that relationship at all because the things that actually mattered to me weren't being met mm. and it was all of the like external shit that I was just like yeah like this this will look this sick looks, like this yeah. will look good to my parents this will look good to my friends like mm. they'd be like yeah like that's 
Georgette's man and people are like, right, is it? Okay, mm. sick, cool, cool. But mm. like having someone that I can like be silly with, someone that doesn't take themselves too, too serious. And he took himself so, so seriously. So it was really hard at times. Mm. But like someone that like fed my soul, like all of that shit was missing. Mm. Um, and so... I kind of went through this period where I just had to unlearn a lot of shit that I thought were my own ideals yeah. and had to realise that, yeah, like this isn't this isn't how I think at all. Yeah, and it's a whole indoctrination to some degree. Yeah. Like if you grow up in a very, I'm just going to use an African family because I grew up in an African yeah. household, but if you grow up in a very African household that is governed by tradition, culture and religion. And religion, uh-huh. You, Honey. Sis, you're going to have to fight your way <laughs> through this life. Listen. Because... The image, like I had a conversation, this is one of the worst things ever. I had a conversation with my aunt um, a few weeks back and she was basically saying like, I said to her, I'm not rushing to get married. And she was like, oh, you just keep saying this thing. I said, I'm not rushing to get married. I'm not pressed to get married. I'm pressed to be with someone who is going to treat me good. Someone who I'm going to enjoy being around. I'm going to be able to grind with Mm. that fruit, maneuver through this life with. And then, you know, that will eventually come. And she basically, I felt like she was basically telling me to settle. Like, oh, you're never going to meet someone that you know everything about. Oh, like just making excuses. And then I just kept feeling like she was telling me to settle. And I said to her, when we went, so I went to America um, last year for my cousin's wedding. And as part of like the family tradition, when they get married, they come to the house and the the family sit them down. And I sat there like with my hand on my head ready to explode during this talk of basically telling the wife that, you know, um, men, they do stuff, they mess up, but, you know, the best thing they can do is say sorry. When they say sorry, you know, that, you know, for a man to say sorry, you know, and I just sat there thinking, the you are advising hell? somebody's child to put up with absolute nonsense with, yeah, okay. just because he is a man. And that is your culture. You were taught to, like in my culture, you talk to manage, you have to be a, you know, the man is the man and, you know, man, man is man, that, that whole thing. And I sat there and I was just thinking, sis, if you try and come at me like that it's, it's or impossible. even try and talk to my husband <laughs> about some say sorry stuff, I'm going to look at him and be like, don't get confused, you know. <laughs> These people don't live with us. Like, I, I don't need to try. I, try me. Because it's not going to be a sorry oh thing. But gosh. yeah, like that's years of you know, being a young woman yeah. and being told that these things are okay and being told that, you know, the person that you're with, he, yeah, he will cheat, he will do what he's doing, but as long as he says sorry, as long as, you know, as long as he doesn't embarrass you, as long as, you know, oh, he's that's doing a, that's it. That's a big thing do you know for Africans, what I'm saying? you know. I just don't even understand yeah. it because you've really opened the door for him to think, okay, well, at least if I'm doing it, but I'm respecting my wife by keeping it away from her, which yeah. is crazy to me, then it's okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, so, yeah, I think that whole doctrine of finding yourself yeah. and finding what is acceptable to you and, mm. and the standards that you want to set for yourself. Like even f- uh, for me, so I'm I'm the oldest child. Um, and when I was getting to like my mid twenties was when I was getting all of the, when are you gonna get married? Mm. Da, 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 da. And to be fair, like it wasn't even from my parents, it was from like my aunts and uncles from like yeah. back home. Um, or like anyone that would come to the house and say, oh, Georgette, you know, like I'm I'm ready to put on my gele. I'm yeah. like, for whom? Yeah. <laughs> whom are you putting it on for? Because it's not for me. <laughs> and like, we would have these really annoying conversations and I'd be like, well, since I can't propose to myself, <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to get married. And mm. then I'm just like, do you ask 
my brother my brother this do you yeah. ask your sons this when are they gonna get married mm. because like it's a two-way thing and you can put all of this fucking pressure on women especially and you can actually make them feel like they're not worthwhile Worth. because no one has no come one's... to propose to them exactly and so then i'm mm. here question well back then anyway i'm there then questioning my worth thinking rah well what's wrong with me that no one has come to put a ring on my finger or why haven't I been chosen? And yeah. I'm just like, bitch, I'm already chosen. chosen. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm yeah. good. Yeah. And it isn't just a case where a guy will come and choose me. I have to choose you as well. Exactly. You can propose, I can say so no. I can say no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not by force that I must say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it is it's it can be such a damaging way to think mm. and can really affect women of today, which is why I feel like some women can get to like a, a, like a certain age and like they're losing their mind thinking, wow, like I need to be married. Yeah. And it's it's just... Even women that are married like that. going through that process of the pressure of having to feel like they need to have kids. Yeah. Because when you go to your family function, oh, you know, when is the baby coming? And it's just like, Bro, chill. Chill. This is a biological something. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't just chill. fry egg and put it on my head and the baby comes out. Like, this is biological. I have to work on my ovulation dates. Like, what the hell? For some people, it's like that. For and some people, put, it's not. Put pressure. Crazy pressure. Put pressure. I'm like, okay, so when this baby comes and doesn't stop crying, are, are you coming over? Because no, I'm tired. They're not. Are they're you going to keep funding <laughs> this child that isn't free? Like, it's, yeah. it's too much. And like, again, I have to give props to my mum, yeah, because my mum is, is at that point where if anyone asks her about when I'm getting married, my mum is just like, don't ever ask me that kind of question. Yeah, again. good. My mum doesn't rate it. She's like, no, no, no. When my child's ready to do whatever she, she wants to do, mm -hmm. she will. And I'm like, people keep acting mad. You just won't come to my wedding. Yeah. Like, I, I just won't invite <laughs> you. Reducing your guest list, like, okay? It's been reduced, but like, I've I've always said, I want 10 people at, at my wedding. Mm. 10, that's it. The rest of you will have to catch the pictures on my dad's Facebook because I don't have Facebook. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm not on it at all. Mm. And um, I just went on a complete rant. But yeah. Yeah, we just had a rant, but it was yeah. a good rant. Yes, yeah, it was a it was good needed. rant. <laughs> okay. What else did I want to? Oh, we've actually covered bare stuff and talked about other things that I didn't even plan for, but this has been such a sick conversation. Yeah, like we're slowly, I loved it. We're slowly loved running it. out of time, which is a shame. Um, I wanted to... So I kind of wanted to talk about um, love and relationships according to social media mm. and like, the misconceptions that social media can can give people. So I kind of feel like, for instance, Instagram shows very like wholesome, happy relationships. Everyone yeah. takes that perfect that perfect picture, and especially as we've just had Valentine's Day, which I don't do. So I didn't do like a Valentine's episode because I just like I don't do Valentine's Day. Okay. Um, but I feel like social media, especially when it comes to Valentine's Day, like people can get so like, so consumed by it because they want to be able to post the picture yeah. with like, I don't know, the 12 roses that are on the floor. Okay, mm. so who's going to pick this up afterwards? <laughs> like just all of this stuff, which I feel just, it can just impact people, both men and women in ways that we don't know. Like sometimes I get a bit tired of, social media because we're always consuming 
Like we consume so much. And, and a lot of it is bullshit. And a lot of it is bullshit. Mm. And I'm just like, this is long. Yeah. I don't know. I refuse to scroll through like Insta on Valentine's Day because mm. I'm so tired of the whole like, you've now come to post your 12,000 roses that Offset has bought you and this one is doing water fountain. Like, if you don't have money in this life, first of all, you will suffer. That's number one what you're telling me. I'm not even thinking about Valentine's yeah. Day. I'm thinking, if you don't have money in this life, you'll suffer. you will suffer. <laughs> That's number and, one. And also, like, like, I'm just like, okay, so when someone does, like, a massive declaration for you, are they doing it for you or are they doing it so you can capture it and then put it online? Yeah. So, like... Like, like, who is it really, really for? Because any guy that's done like the most for me, you just won't know because it means so much it means to me. So much, I like, want to share like, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't yeah. want to share this with anybody. Yeah, this is just us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel you. I, I definitely feel that. I think now, I think a lot of stuff has just been like even I. I was thinking about when I see proposal videos and I see them being filmed. And I remember I watched one, it was on a beach somewhere, I think they were in Thailand, uh -huh. but they put the camera real far. Well, he had set up the camera the real camera, far, so you couldn't yeah. hear anything. You could just see, and you could yeah. just see her reaction. And I was that one was a little bit better for me, but I just feel like, I don't know if that's something that I would want. I don't know, I don't think that's something I would want to be captured. Like, if you're gonna propose to me, okay, yeah. and you're gonna tell me, in essence, how much you, you feel about me for us to be able to take that next step. Yeah. I don't necessarily think I want to share yeah, that with anyone yeah, else. Nah. That's just for it's, us. Yeah, like lit so my cousin, when he proposed to his wife, um he, I mean, he was just like like he was trying to find the perfect opportunity over and over and over again. And they had all been out for like a meal and then they were going home and literally they were in the car park and he just did it randomly. And he was like that that was the moment that I knew proposed to her like right now. Like I I don't want some massive mm, hoo ha. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Like, don't don't invite bare people and then, ah, surprise, he's proposed. Like, nah, don't don't do any of that. Definitely. Because what happens after? I've always, that's what I've always thought about. <laughs> like, you're gonna propose to me. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna propose to me. Oh. And you're, <laughs> 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 and you're gonna <laughs> and you're gonna have all these people here. And we're gonna have this amazing moment, and then I now have to be like hugging everyone. Oh, thank you! Yeah, I don't want to no. do that. I just want to be able to like just... we share so much with so yeah. many people. Like it's okay to have a moment that only you and your person are aware of. Yeah. It's okay to have that. A lot of people feel like if they don't share it, it didn't happen. It happened or I was there. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I was there, it happened. It was live for yes. me. Yes. Yeah, I, I feel you. I think a lot of people feel like they have to document stuff so other people knew it happened. Why can't you just... Just say. Say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got engaged on the weekend. Yeah, like, yeah cool. I'm fine. good. Like... I'm, like yeah we we overshare we definitely, definitely over are oh, we overshare um and it's insane like if somebody proposed to me i don't even know if i would tell people you you would just know that i got married yeah <laughs> like yeah cool you like, know I got married. <laughs> like we are oh, we overshare so much mm. we don't have to like it's okay to still have a private life like you can be very active online and still have a private life that and that that um finding that middle ground is is I even I even struggled with it for a long period of time. Like yeah. knowing where, like for a long period of time, I didn't want my daughter was my daughter 
only started putting my face, my daughter's face on the internet when she turned five. And I was, I've been in the public eye since she was, I say public, but, but yeah, I've no, been no, in the public figure yeah. since she was two. Yeah. And I didn't put her face up. I was very concerned about putting my cousins up. My, I didn't want people to see them via my socials. Mm. They have their own lives. Um, and that my little cousins, they go to school and stuff and people know, oh, that's your cousin on back yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. stuff like that. I didn't want that. But I think that like, even relationship wise, like, that has been a a test of like, do I really wanna, eh, like, I don't wanna mm -hmm. share you with the world. Yeah. Like, not not you belong to me, but you're an important part of me. And I don't necessarily want the stupid, crazy yeah. world to infiltrate that, if yeah. that makes sense. So I do think it is a bit hard, like, um, especially if you're a content creator as well, like you create content about your life, you almost document your life via Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah. And then that element of your life, which is probably so big, mm -hmm. you're having to hold it back. So yeah, I think it is, it's a crazy um, ground. Just quickly before we get up out of here, how did you like navigate dating and being a mum? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Um, it's hard. Yeah, definitely. I think I always knew that I didn't want my daughter around any guy that I was dating, yeah. and I maintained that um, because I didn't want her to see different men or even two men or three men, like, mm. nah. So that's something I always maintained. It's hard because there's a lot of judgment around it. Um, I think that a lot of people think, oh, if you're a mom and you've got a young child and people start putting like time limits, oh, maybe you should wait till she's two, or maybe you should wait till she's three, or maybe you should... And then I had a conversation with my girl and she was like, oh, but my friend, she dates and she lets the child meet the person she's dating because she feels like if this is gonna go somewhere, if my child doesn't have a relationship or doesn't even catch a vibe with this yeah. person, and then what, I fall in love with the person, then I introduce my child. Yeah, well, if my okay. child don't mess with them, I'm gonna have to pull myself back. So I had all those kind of issues in terms of thinking about that, but I never, it didn't bother me because I didn't meet anyone that I felt like you need to meet my child. Like yeah. I didn't meet anyone that I felt like, this is gonna be serious yeah. anyway. So it was cool. Um, and then obviously I met someone and then my daughter met the person and I was comfortable. Like yeah. it didn't feel like anything that I thought it would feel like. And I thought, cool, let's do it. Do you know what I mean? But it is, it it was hard. It was very hard. And I think because she doesn't have a relationship with her dad, yeah. it was even harder mm. because you have to understand that if they already don't have that and you bring someone else in and then that person sort of starts to look to, to a two-year-old, that yeah. person starts to fit, they, they identify what they've been told in school is what of what a dad yes. is. Those characteristics, if it matches any, even one sticks, they start looking at that person as, and I did not want that. Yeah. So I just kept it very separate. And I think, I think personally, that's what parents should do, mums anyway. I think your personal life of being a woman is very different to being a mother. Yeah. Um, and they, they do collide at times, but me and how I express myself as a woman sexually, through my sexuality and all of that is very separate to me being a mum and the way I operate when I'm around my child mm. um, and the environments that I place her in are not the environments that I might necessarily place myself in, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah, it's 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 cool now because she, you know, she good. She good. But yeah, it's, it was a process, That's definitely. So that's so sick. <laughs> this has been such a good episode. I'm so happy. Yeah, it was a good conversation. Yeah, okay. Do I have time to read this tip? Oh, fuck's sake. Um, and it's a long one. Let's 
All right, let me just go for it. Okay, so guys, as I've said, um, send your tip tells to ask the tip at gmail.com or DM them to me and I will read probably one per episode because they do get a bit lengthy. So where does this one start? I have recently met and started sleeping with, with the most beautiful man. Gorgeous, strong, thoughtful, and he has just unlocked a side of me that I didn't know existed. A few weeks ago, we were together. He has a way of holding me to him while his tongue explores my mouth. My jawline down my neck and across my chest that drives me crazy. He picked me up so I was over his right shoulder and lowered me onto the bed slowly enough that I could feel that he had me. I was wearing lingerie, a lacy body doll and thong and he kissed me all over. I could feel every kiss burning through the lace and he was biting my nipples through the lace and teasing me. By the time he moved his hand down to move my knickers aside, they were soaked. I felt his tongue against my clit and then his teeth alternating between nibbling and stroking. He doesn't like all of the additives in our products, so had a jar of coconut oil. He scooped handfuls from the jar and dripped them and dripped them over my body, kissing and massaging where they landed. Somehow I ended up on my front and the massaging continued. Finally, finally, he pulled off my thong and fucked me doggy style. He asked me if he could put his dick in my ass and I agreed. He slathered, I like that word. He slathered us both with coconut oil and slowly began fucking my ass. I feel like I had an outer body experience put into a trance by his uh, rhythm. He pulled out and after a few minutes lay down aside me and checked how I was doing. Even now writing this, my memory of, of what happened next is fuzzy, but I get goosebumps at the thought of it. I sat, oh shit, I've lost myself. Um, I sat astride him and could feel how close I was to climaxing so rode him slowly his dick is big so I could feel him against my cervix damn <laughs> sorry his dick is big his dick is big so I could feel him against my cervix on every stroke I came so long and so deeply that my strength left me girl I have been there um he had been holding my hands and put me to lay down it was all I could do to put my it was all I could do to put my hairband out of my hair I don't understand this. all I could do was yeah is that what it's meant to yeah say? yeah um pull my hairband out of my hair and move my face so it was in a gap between the pillows so I could get some air in my previous relationships, I have never come once. I'm so sorry so for that. I was just I'm about so sorry. Like, I'm so, so sorry. So sorry. Um, in my previous relationships, I have always. Oh wait, I have always come once and then couldn't bear to be touched. And the thing is, and the thing that is so crazy to me now is that with him, I come six times over. Ooh, the course of a night slash morning. I honestly never thought I could have multiple orgasms. I have never trusted someone so completely and I feel like it shows in the sex we are having. That's so beautiful. 
Honestly. That's so lovely. And also trust. Being able to trust the person that you're having sex with mm, is such a, a big, it takes your sex to a different level because mm. you're allowing them to explore parts of your body that you probably haven't even explored as well. And they yeah. take you to a new, to new heights. It's so sick. Like this person has gone f- gone from coming once to being able to come six times mm. in a night because of trust. She's like, unlocked a new sexual This is level. what I'm saying. Yeah. In her life, which is amazing. It's so sick. And I'm so glad that you're having really good sex. <laughs> good sex is a must. It also does wonders for your skin. Hashtag just saying. <laughs> I was just, you know, I was just looking at your skin. Thinking, oh God, girl, your skin is good. It does wonders now we for know your the skin. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag just saying. But yes, I. Um, where can people find you? You're amazing. You're actually a fucking dope person Thank and I'm you. not just saying that you're actually sick I appreciate like, you as a human being I've enjoyed your time and I appreciate your time so so much I, I cannot it. wait for the date night I'm gonna be there guys buy a ticket fucking come along it's gonna, it's gonna be, be sick. lit it's gonna yeah. be amazing you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Miss CR the date night on Instagram is underscore the date night and you can get loads of inspo for the kind of looks ladies that you should be going for I'm kind of stressing about that you know because I'm, I'm a real casual bitch so, okay. so I was just like what do you have in mind Okay, so we're going to talk. <laughs> Are you a heels girl or no? Absolutely not. You don't have to. Okay. You don't have to. Because okay. be yourself. Okay. Because that's the most important thing. Okay. So your sexy may not necessarily be someone else's perception yeah. of sexy. And granted, things that we're posting on the Instagram, like I said, it's inspo, but it is aligned with a certain aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's me being honest and saying it is aligned with a certain um, aesthetic. But that doesn't exclude people that are chill and yeah. people that, you know, just go out jeans and yeah, nice top, yeah, sexy yeah. top and do their makeup and their hair. They're good. Literally, that's me. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> Be you. That's okay. all we want. Okay. That's all we want. Okay, good. Guys, thank you so, so much for listening. As always, you can catch me at just underscore Georgia on Twitter and Instagram. You can catch the pod at just a tip pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, send your tip tells to askthetip at gmail.com hashtag JTTpod if there's any comments you want to make on this episode anything else if anyone is up in Manchester on the 25th I'm going to be there with Killing Kittens I'm going to post about that this week and what else that might be it thank you so much for listening thank you so much for joining me thank, thank you for your time me. you're amazing guys I'm out bye bye I know you wanna I know you wanna